This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, again, we are bringing on a new expert series to the channel. We are bringing on an attorney, which is something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Let's welcome Rylas back to the show. How you doing, buddy? Hi, doing great. I'm sorry if you hear my little dog whining. He's, he's 15 and a half and it's Jimbo. rough. Jimbo. We've we seen him on the show. Yeah. Yeah, he likes, he, he's, uh, his internal clock is off. So I've been up since like 2.30 in the morning. So it's, it's rough. But anyways, uh, so we've already talked about probate. Uh, why don't we talk about the other, other service that you, you provide, and that is estate planning. What is it? Who should do it? All of those kind of questions. Why, do, why don't you level set for our audience? Yeah, so estate planning. So estate, the way I use the term, or in the sense of estate planning, it refers to everything a person owns, whether alive or dead. Mm. And then the process of estate planning is um, you know, planning for that. Now, everyone has a plan, whether you realize it or not. <laughs> that's so, good. That's, I like to start there. You know, people say, you know, um, um, in community property states like Arizona and California, mm -hmm. people will say, you know what, I'm, I'm married. Everything goes to my wife, which is true most of the time. A devastating thing I see happen a lot is where if they have kids from a prior relationship and then right. get married half actually goes to those kids. So mm -hmm. I've had to explain to a lot of uh, surviving spouses, a lot of widows that are grieving mm -hmm. the loss of your, their husband, say, oh yeah, by the way, your house, you got to give half of that to his kids. So, ouch. Yeah, so no plan, it, it is a plan, just a lot of intestacy. Or you could do, um, you know, what's better is that you, um, you know, take action, create mm -hmm. a plan, Usually that involves a trust if you own real estate. Um, a, a trust designates um, who's going to be in charge after you're gone or incapacitated, where things are going to go, and when and how they're going to get there. Mm -hmm. So um, part of the reason I became interested in real estate is that it's a great generational tool. Right. So in estate planning, I've seen trust in the third and fourth generations. Wow. And I've seen how, you know, the foresight of, you know, a grandfather or a great, great, uh, or great grandmother sometimes um, has lasted and helped, you know, now the, the third and fourth generations. So real estate is a good tool for those things. That's amazing. So one of the things I knew I wanted to ask with this question is, you know, when, when does somebody need to do, really start thinking about estate planning? Like for example, if I'm a college student and my net worth is negative, um, you know, should I waste my time doing it? And maybe just to finish this out, maybe I'm 30 years old and my net worth is 50 grand. I'm a renter, not an owner. It's just, when does it really make sense? Cause you know, I don't want people to think that estate planning is for everyone all the time. Right. Cause it's not free. Um, but let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. I would say when you care about it, you know, mm. it's like when you, when you care, and then 
you know, be aware of the laws of intestacy. You know, I, I explain where so define where that. it doesn't work out. Define intestacy. So intestacy means if you don't have a will, where are things going to go by yep. default? So if you're married and you don't have kids before that, things would go to your wife. Mm -hmm. Or if you're not married and you don't have any children, things would go back to your parents if you passed away. So for most people, that's kind of what they want anyways, you know, if something were to happen to them. And I think one of the challenges of doing estate planning is it's, it's facing your mortality, right? It's for sure. It's, 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 you know, looking ahead saying, what do I want to have happen after me? So some, some people have a hard time just dealing with that. Yeah, for sure. So, so I would say it's not worth you know, going down those roads, unless uh, I had say one, you care about it, you know, you won't care where it's going. And uh, two, if there's some assets there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for me, it's the second one first, not to just not I'm not that I'm disagreeing. I just think it's a different priority, right? Caring where things go, but you have nothing is kind of irrelevant, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. got to be something there to, to plan yeah. for as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So again, not, you're an attorney, so I won't, you don't have to put a dollar amount on it. I'm not one. So I'll just give my stupid ass opinion. Uh, for most folks, you know, a lot of people in the real estate world always talk about being a millionaire. And mo for most of them, that's net worth millionaire versus liquid cash millionaire, right? So it's a very different story. But what I would tell folks is um, don't use that as the threshold, right? Don't make the million bucks the number. For me, it's really after, after you own a couple of assets, Right. If you're buying your first house in Cleveland and it's forty thousand dollars and it's the cost of a car and you've got a mortgage on it, not really worthwhile, right? Because the the net is nothing. Well, I would say it's state specific. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, so some states probate's not a big deal. So I don't know how it is in Ohio. Oh, that good question. For, so I should have said California. My bad. So, um, but yeah. So I'll, I'll put some numbers on it though. Okay. Cool. So, Let's do it. A lot of people, you're right. Though, a lot of people think that it's got to be a very large number. Yeah, you mm -hmm. have to have a lot of assets. Exactly. So a lot of states like Arizona and California, they have, I call them probate substitutes. So mm. you can you can collect um, real property through a real property affidavit versus mm. going through the whole probate court. But the number for that in California is 150 in equity. 150. 150K. Yeah. Okay. That's and good. Arizona, it's a hundred thousand. Perfect. That's great numbers. So that that number surprises people a lot. Like, yeah, oh, especially in Cali. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred and fifty. So you hit that pretty. So quick. that's one hundred and fifty k equity. So just for example, let's say you're buying in the Inland Empire to keep it close to your San Diego. You, in theory, could own a couple of houses, right? Inland Empire. Just in case you don't know, folks, average price is probably two twenty, two fifty. You know, if you had 20% equity in each of those, that's a hundred grand, right? That's below the 150, just rough math. Yeah, but but even with that, and, and I think I'm sometimes I mix them up, you know, with the two different states and sure. you know, going back and forth. But even doing that real property affidavit is a pain. Okay. It's way easier doing it in a trust. It's gonna it's gonna save time. You can take less time and spend less money. So, All right. So let's so let's define what a trust is. So a trust is a document created by a person. We call it the trustor. So the person creates the document. They designate who's going to manage the assets, which is called the trustee, mm -hmm. and for the benefit of whom mm -hmm. and under what condition. Yep. So 
the most common condition is like an age restriction trust. Okay. I'll give it to my children, uh, one third at age 20, half at 25, the balance at 30. Gotcha. So let's, cause again, something I've done in my life, as you would expect, I have a trust set up um, and I've tried to make it written in a way that I can continue buying assets and it still goes out. Let's say, um, let's say the last time I updated my trust and I don't want any of the trustee, I don't want any of the, the values to go different directions. I just bought three more houses. Um, you know, how often should I be updating my trust, for example, uh, if I'm not changing who they're going to? Yeah, I'd say about every you know three to five years. Okay, that's what I think. Or if there's a major change. Yeah, for sure. If there's a major change, like you get divorced or your trustee unfortunately dies or, or something, absolutely. Yeah, or, or laws change. Oh, like, do you have a for example? I didn't know about that one. Like, for example? Um, it's like if we get a new tax code, okay. if they, if they change, you know, if they, if they lower that estate tax exemption, you know, what is, down or, what is that? What is the estate tax exemption today? Currently it's 10 million adjusted for inflation. So it's about 12 million. Okay. So and now, then, yeah. So let's tell people what that means. Cause a lot of people that watch this channel, they will be seven figure net worth, but they won't be eight figures. Yeah. So what it means is that unless you have your estate will not be taxed when you die unless it's over that amount. So if my so, net worth is 8 million bucks, uh, I still have to go through probate for episode one, but I won't be charged uh, an estate tax on top yeah. of that. It'll, 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 be, it'll be legal fees and things of that nature. Correct. Okay. Now you have even more than that too, because you're married. Mm -hmm. So there's this concept called portability. Ah. And that means that your spouse's exemption against the death tax is portable. Oh, nice. So if you passed away uh, before your spouse, yep. uh, she could elect and say, you know, she could file an estate tax return and say, you know, I want Michael's exemption when I pass away. So if hers goes to 20. You're right. Uh -huh. Look at that. Very cool. I did not know about, I've never heard that term. See, even I'm learning stuff. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so that was a big change in estate planning about um, eight to 10 years ago. Hmm. So if they lower that exemption down, you know, as there's a lot of people that are kind of approaching, you know, over, if it was back down to 5 million, that affects more people. For sure. And um, yeah. Okay. Very, very cool. What, what, um, I guess, I guess the thing that, that I would, I would suggest at least for, I'll just use my experience. When I really started thinking about estate planning, uh, it was actually after we owned our home and we got our first rental because that was the first time I really saw, you know what, we could be building something. And so I was 30 or 31. Um, and I just want people to hear that because I did that early, right? Lots of people, lots of people that I talk to just casually, they, they don't think they have to do any estate planning until they're 50, right? Until they're, they're on the other side of the, you know, whatever the hill. Uh, I would tell people, you know, I, if, if anything has taught us, right, Kobe Bryant's death this year in a helicopter crash should have taught you uh, that, you know, no, tomorrow is promised to no one. Um, so I suggest, on average, looking at estate planning earlier rather than later, I guess would be my advice. Yeah, before it's too late. People ask me, when do I have to get this uh, done by? And it's like, yeah, before you can't. Yeah, exactly. Before you can't.
So uh, again, Rylas, how can people get a hold of you? What, what, what's the way they should? I think there's a lot of people watching this that should at least have a discussion about estate planning. And obviously, I just want to be clear, you cover Arizona and California in this discussion? Yeah, Arizona and California. So we're seeing you know, mostly clients virtually now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, best way to get a hold of me is through my website. That's DanaLegalHelp.com. You give us a call or shoot us an email. Tell us what you're looking for. And um, they can get you scheduled with a, a Zoom meeting with me. Very cool. And folks, do yourself a favor. Let them know you're coming via one rental at a time. And based on the service, you will get yourself a 10 or 20% discount. Right, Rylas? Yeah, that's right. We'll do a special offer for the folks on this channel. There you go. One rental at a time coming through for you again. All right, Rylas, any closing thoughts on estate planning? Um, no, no. Uh, great thoughts here. I say just um, it's a nice thing to have done. It's a nice thing to get over with, I would say. Yes. You know, so people, you know, why don't people do it? I think the biggest reason, you know, it's the, um, you know, the time, the money, just, you know, dealing with it. Yeah. But the reward is that that peace of mind. And then bigger than that, it's the beginning of that legacy, right? You know, so oh, as you're acquiring yeah. properties, you have a nice place to house this. So it's going to last beyond you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just give my experience doing estate planning. So, A, I knew we had to do it. It was important to us. Um, but I remember that weekend, right? Because we, I spent a weekend going, okay, who gets what? Who does this? Who does that? And um, that's a mental, that, 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 it's, in, it's critical to get done, but it, it forces you to think about things you don't want to think about. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the service that we provide, yeah. you know, in our world now you can get all the documents online, right? You can yeah, of go course. And you'll figure everything out, but we're, we're guiding people through that process, you know, that's helping awesome. them make those decisions and, you know, so they can get it done and over with instead of started and on the shelf. Yeah, de- definitely. If you start this folks, finish it. Um, Cause the, while the weekend was interesting, I felt a lot better signing the documents. I think it was Wednesday. We signed it the next week. You know, we, we gave our feedback. They've drafted it. I think we saw, I felt a lot better Wednesday and I felt better ever since. So I think it's definitely something worth doing. Yeah. So we can end this one on that. You know, it's it's worth getting it done. Then you get that, uh, that peace of mind. There you go, Riley. Thank you very much, buddy.